Welcome to what have you. <laughs> okay, really so this is Rachel Jacobic. And Becca Markle needs to get a grip. I need to get a grip. Here's the problem. This is the thing that's the situation. Squeaky. I'm squeaking my arm on the leather. That's all that is. Um, so this is the second podcast <laughs> that we have recorded today because... We tried to do the know. last one at like Who you five. Gonna blame? <laughs> <laughs> we tried to do it at like five o'clock, right before dinner. So, well, as you know, we decided to do a podcast if we could just do it. If we could just, do if it. We could just we make it happen in, in the car. We decided the car that'll be good. And so you know, but we we've come, had we've had two failures, two failures, and both of them no two locational failures. Locational. That's the thing because see, we come up here to this weird spot where we're alone. One thing that does we're not in a work. Car. If we're here, then what both of the ones that we tried to do in front of my house, yeah, I like, had to leap out of the car <laughs> and so, run away at one point. No, 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 no. The first one that we rejected, Rachel got out of the car like six times. <laughs> so it would be like, hold on just a second. I have to run and get Shad. Oh, he's in the street. Just a minute. Let me, oh, wait, what's that thing hanging out of the tree? Anyway, so there was that. Then today we tried it again, but it was like 5 o'clock. So Rachel remembered in the middle she had to do carpool. <laughs> I got a call from my daughter needing to be picked up from track. One of the Jenks children was knocking on the window asking for an apple. <laughs> and then at and one Chad point... Chad just kicked the tires and, of the car yeah, once. kicked the tires. And then at one point, Rachel had to jump out of the car and chase a basketball <laughs> down the road like half a block. Down, I was... I was willing to let it ride, but I guess Becca felt like too much time alone well, in the I car. Was, I was sitting in the car going, oh, she's chasing the ball. Broadcasting live it. from she's the podcast. She's showing a flash of speed. She caught the basketball. She's mm, coming back up. Mm. So we thought, no. Sounds good, though. Let's I put think. that one away for now. But we should have just done it because here we are reliving it. Because here we are. We're doing yeah. it. Yeah. But so, the other time that we failed, I realized, was that we did one at night. Yeah. In which we were pretty senseless. We were we not were. on topic or we were making up words or we thinking words that were not. Misunderstanding each other. Yeah. And so then we didn't put that, we didn't send no. that one on. But that then the waiting, next one. But that one's waiting in the wings. And if we ever might forget, if we it's forget or we don't manage yeah. to record one, that one might pop loose. Yeah. But the and problem. it will be early on. The problem with this one is that then the next one, we're talking the whole time like mm-hmm. the last one came out. So we covered bread and all this other stuff. I think stuff. in episode three, we kept talking about that time that we were so goofy. In yeah, the but we never told, no. we never but shared it. But we kept it under wraps and you'll only hear it if things get desperate. Yeah. If we fail to deliver a new episode. But anyway, episode. today we ended up finally at the point when we were both getting phone calls and Rachel was running after basketballs through neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> through neighborhoods. We were like... Let's try Maybe again later. let's try again later. So now it's dark. We yeah. both finished dinner. We got that done. We came out. So once again, it's evening and we're going to see how we do. I know we might be making up words we again. We might. We might misunderstand Back, what have you been doing things. other than failing to execute a podcast yeah. with me? There have been a few podcast flops, but... Um, but what have you been doing? Well, 
You, you know, said actually, bread. You know what? Working on bread. Well, I'm working on bread, but the other thing is in one of our podcasts that we rejected for quality reasons. <laughs> um, I know I the listeners here are that wondering. My girls. Are, are sleeping in their bedroom now. Oh, like yeah, victory. Bedroom. Yeah, we got that done. So I just feel like I should throw that out there as a praise report that I did. I, I did we talked about that. I finished it got the mudding. It got that. Yeah, and there's a little bit more to do. Well, there's a lot more to do, but the walls are painted. The ceiling is mudded. Ta-da. So that's very exciting. That's great. That got done. And the other thing I've been not doing is getting my seeds for my garden planted. I have them all there. They're, we, I start stuff from seed. and So I have the seed packets and I got them all ordered. And I think I you said this, in a previous one that I think you we, needed to do it. Yeah, but I think then we threw away that previous one. Yeah, but I'm saying I think you Yeah, we've talked, you and I, we've talked about it. But the thing is, let me just say that I have really settled in on a method for planting seeds that I love to death. So, we've done it for a few years now, and it's been hugely successful. But we have some, like, grow lights that we put, you know, in the house, and we start stuff early. Not that early, because now it's the end of March, and I've been meaning to do this for a whole month, and the stupid seeds have been sitting there. <laughs> but life has been happening. Anyway, I feel like there's still time. Um, but I, we go to the recycling center, and we get a whole bunch of plastic drinking like water bottles like little drinking oh, size ones I remember this now and then cut them in half right and you fill the bottom half with water and then you the top half you turn upside down and set it inside so the little nozzle that you drink out of is down in the water and you plug the nozzle with some fabric like felt works fine then you fill that part with soil plant the seed and so it's being watered from underneath and you don't have to water it all the time you just like once a week have to go back through and fill up the bottom half of those water bottles and tomatoes are like crazy for that and they grow amazingly well so under the grow lights and then with that little method so I have a whole garbage bag full of water bottles sitting at home that I need to cut and get that done cut and paste and I have a bunch of fun heirloom tomato seeds and some artichoke seeds and hope springs eternal in March <laughs> that we will <laughs> that we will actually have a successful I have, garden. Meanwhile, I have no hope of gardening. That to me the dream is maybe just the, to keep the dog from trampling the grass to death. Hmm. I don't let the dog near the garden, so the grass gets trampled to death. I don't have a garden. Death. I don't have a garden separate from I the just, grass. I just I've learned to keep my aspirations low on the grass. That's what I've done. <laughs> um, oh, that's but anyway, so... And I've, you've been making bread. You've been on the bread kick. I have been on a bread flail because <laughs> I, I, I've i made a lot of bread over the years. I've had bread that I love. I've had recipes that I swear by. We go through phases, you know. But lately, it's been the sourdough mountain. And I hate sourdough bread. Or I did. I previously <laughs> hated sourdough bread. So I was never interested. But yes, Rachel has been serious about sourdough. No, I well, have been flailing about sourdough. I was sourdough. serious. This is one of the things we talked about in the Too, in the too Tired podcast. I was, <laughs> I was working. The Too Too Tired podcast. The Way Too Tired, yeah. <laughs> I was working on starting a sourdough starter. Like, so doing a culture and she then a starter. She did it straight from the air. 
Like I'm gonna grab yeah. some yeast. From I the harnessed air. the wild yeast. She got of out the her air. butterfly net. Yeah, but I was pretty for sure that after a fortnight of work on this starter, that I would fail to make a loaf that looked good. But after it's, Rachel's it's really pretty. It's are beautiful. turning out really well. So Rachel's it's all doing very. It. Rachel's doing it the way of someone who has studied and learned about how to do it. <laughs> no. I've been just well. flopping around, turning out a loaf every so often. <laughs> Most of the time, throwing it away. Anyway, and and we talked about this earlier today, but I'm having a horrible case of I can't let the sourdough beat me. Mm -hmm. I've got to achieve it. And, yeah, then, it. and then I can set it aside. But it actually, the problem is... It's really, really good bread. And I don't like sourdough, but this doesn't taste like... It's just a really flavorful bread. So, back when I was in, in college, I think, I was... I remember... Yeah, I was in college. I decided I'd always loved bagels. And plus, this was, I think, the height of that weird bagel craze that happened suddenly. There was... Can I just Bagel pause? shops that erupted. Parentheses. We had a weird resurgence of bagels in Moscow. And it was because one little bagel shop started... Everyone got crazy for bagel sandwiches. Then everyone in Moscow I think thought... it was kind of a thing. Yeah, a but, but everybody thought, bagel shops, that's where the money is. And everybody started a bagel shop. And <laughs> By they all everyone, put each you other, mean like three people, but well, there were everyone. too many in Moscow. And then we, they all put each other out of business. So then we had a dearth of bagels. Now you can't only get a grocery <laughs> store, but... But the, there was a minute there where we had like a bagel yeah, factory fresh, and a like, bagel place. Fresh and a bagel, bagel. Yeah. No, we do have a bagel place downtown. That, yeah, I've never but been there. But we went through yes. a, a time where there right, were no Right, but bagels. I always liked bagels. And, and and I remember it from, actually, specifically, Grandpa Jim buying us bagels in Annapolis. I remember, like, really? us walking to a bakery that was near where we were staying, and he bought us bagels. And I remember Crazy. having a moment. I was probably in, like, first grade. but you I were, had Yeah, I, I had a moment with a bagel where I remember being like, this is amazing. Like, this is so good. I love bagels. I just love bagels. And, and I didn't That's then. That's funny. Well, I, yeah, I remember. And I remember because Grandpa Jim told me to stop thanking him. <laughs> he was like, sometimes it's enough to say thank you. Like, you see, I remember being at a friend's house one time when I was a kid and the friend just wanted to go play Barbies. And she was kind of she, it was just kind of sketchy what she wanted to do yeah. with the Barbies. And I was like, meh. So I went downstairs and helped her mom make bagels. So nice. I remember I learned how to shape bagels while she was upstairs having like... Barbie time. Barbie time in the Barbie house. Well, the funny thing is that I... So in college sometime, I was like, I should just make bagels. And so I got out the Better Homes and Gardens cookbook, looked up a bagel, whipped up a bagel. And it was terrible bagel terrible like like it, it was kind of like no not muffiny it was the opposite it was like really enormous bad calamari like <laughs> spongy and chewy no it was like no just like weird and kind of and it was like little bands like little tight bands okay. of not good it was like sure. got tough and not i really don't know what i did wrong with it because Whatever. But I think that I um, I wrote off the recipe. I was like, this recipe stinks. Yeah. Yeah. I These, remember this. This plate of oogly bagels it has was nothing to do with my talent. It was had a, nothing to do with my interpretation. Awakening it for was, Rachel. It, it was. was. It was like a come to Jesus moment. It was, except for it happened it happened like 
like it was a delayed thing because yeah. I made those, I wrote it off, and then it was like sometime I was just really convicted of like <laughs> convicted with a little C, except for really I was. That's what's funny is I was. And so I was like, what if that was a perfectly fine recipe and I stunk? Like, what if that wasn't user a, error? Yeah, and and like what if what if was the question like let's be honest Rachel was that a bad recipe or are you a bad bagel maker <laughs> and so because of that I binged on bagels I was like yeah. I'll make the same recipe over and over, over and, and over and over and mom some spiritual insight I know not where from didn't say anything about it just let me <laughs> Let me crank off with a huge batch of 24 bagels every other day. <laughs> so she's probably like, flour's cheap. She's like, whatever. It's keeping her busy. We'll, we'll let her, let her do it. She's gaining wisdom. She's gaining wisdom. But the funny thing is I am, because here I am like 15 years. Well, how old am I? I don't know. Too long ago now. Too late in the year. Here I am. To I do can't math. do that kind of math. Anyways. Here I am all these years later still remembering what I learned. Well, I made the same recipe. There's a lot of variables in that particular recipe because you boil the bagels. So it's how long you mix it, how long it rises, how you shape it. Then you boil it and then you broil them and then, or you broil them, then you boil them and then you bake them. You broil them first? I never broil them. I don't now, but that recipe called for broiling. Okay. And um, I think to like get that start, that crusty... Yeah, but Whatever. the whole thing is like, do you boil them for 45 seconds a side or yeah. 30 seconds it's, a side? It was very busy, the whole thing. But it but, makes a difference. The oh, whole thing makes a difference. Every like, day. I was making the same recipe every other day for a while or something. And every time they were turning out different. Like, there were times that it was in the final bake, it was blowing the seams of the crust from the boiling. <laughs> and then it was times when it just randomly got a bunch of little bubbles all over the surface that would... Yeah. Blister, like little blisters when you would broil it. But I love that feeling of getting to know it where you suddenly you're like, yeah. okay, wait, wait, wait. Now I know so what's causing that. So at the very that. end, I was like making that same recipe, but the bagels would turn out the same every time. Like I was getting what I yeah. wanted out of the bagels. And the funny part is they were totally delicious. Yeah. So from overgrown, nasty calamari rings <laughs> to really luscious, good bagels. Yeah. And it was all the same recipe and just me trying it over and over again. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I know that everyone in the whole world has watched the show except me, but Ben was out of town a couple of weeks ago. And so I watched, um, the great British bake off and mm, yeah. Have you ever watched that? I get to watch part of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about it that really just kind of blessed me, I only watched a couple episodes, but you have Mary Berry. And when, when we were living in England, Mary Berry was everything. It was like every grocery store flyer that came out. It was like Mary Mm -hmm. Berry's choice for, so I knew her name because she was like the Martha Stewart or like she, well, she was like Betty Crocker. She was the Betty Crocker of England. But I never like watched her do anything. I just knew that she was like, oh, well, everyone bows to Mary Mary Berry's authority about how a fairy cake should go. Anyway, so, um, so she and this other guy are judging and and they're making these hilarious things. So part of me loved it because it was like, oh my gosh, they're making suet pudding. And no one in America has ever heard of a suet pudding. But, you know, it's stuff that like, it made yeah. me kind of nostalgic yeah, yeah. for when we lived there. But 
she's uh, judging all of these people. And there was this little lady, and she was like maybe in her 50s, and she just was a very ordinary woman, you know, like yeah. just very ordinary. And she was nailing it every time on every little thing. And Mary Berry would be like, your texture is perfect here. And you could tell that it's a woman who spent her life doing that, but it was just cooking for her family yeah. and cooking for her kids and cooking for her grandkids. And she knows what she's doing in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, like she recognizes, like, yeah. She's like, oh, suet pudding or savory biscuits. Let me make you my savory biscuit that's the favorite with the family. And... And it's just really fun to see that excellence and craft of somebody who's just a really, like, she looked like a nice little ordinary So what Becca's saying woman. is that maybe my long-term dream is to be a really ordinary <laughs> <laughs> No, I like seeing excellence in the ordinary. Because the thing I is know. Like, no, it's like, that. yeah, I aspire to be a to very be plain Jane ordinary no, lady. No, it's not who that. Who has it's... a savory biscuit up her sleeve. <laughs> and no. actually, I'm going to say... I'd be, I'd be fine with But that. the thing is, okay, then there's Nigella Lawson, who I also love. Like no, I have more concerns with Nigella. Nigella and no, the bedroom eyes over leftovers. Yeah, but so here's weird. the thing. Now, we have a visitor in our weird place. <laughs> okay, so should we lock the doors? <laughs> Pretty sure they're already locked if it's you're an in Avista. drive. It's an Avista car. What is the... Anyway... Now they're leaving. They're leaving. It's okay. They're worried about us. They think we're up here smoking pot. Okay. Um, but the point <laughs> or they is, were coming to smoke so pot. The Nigella, Nigella Lawson, what I love about her is that she's a fantastic writer. I'm not so sure she's an amazing cook, but she's a great writer. Yeah, she And is. she makes it sound, aside from her great morality problems, I do enjoy her writing quite a lot. But she is not an ordinary woman who's been just cooking for the no, children and the no. husband. And and that's the part that I, I was talking about. That's the thing I love is that she yes. was... This is a woman who's just been feeding people and getting amazing at it. And she's feeding and them Nigella because is she likes doing them that, and she But Nigella has yeah. a whole lot of showmanship involved. Yeah. And... And that's fun. I mean, she's a great writer. She makes anything sound I don't sound really good. follow her, but I did. I loved when her first book came out, How to Be a Domestic Goddess. I just would read the recipes for her writing. Just for so her good. writing. Yeah, Because she so was good. amazing. She's an amazing writer. And she can make it sound fantastic, even when it looks like a hideous little unit. Yeah. But lots of stuff of hers. I, I think the funniest thing I read of Nigella's was where she was like a big intro to American style pancakes. Yeah. yeah. She was like, you will not believe what these pancakes are like. <laughs> she was like, you don't even know. They're like thicker yeah. and puffy. Well, because their pancakes are hot. They're crepes. And, no, and then she even included, here's the news, that children love them with butter and syrup. And I was <laughs> like, where has Nigella been her whole life? England, apparently, is where she's yeah. been her whole life. Yeah. But it was it was funny because I was thinking, it's funny when someone, something is so commonplace here. Yeah. That. Well, one of the things that we got so killed about was just the the funniness of vocab not translating. So when we say pancake, they, they think, think crepe. crepe, but then they say flapjack, and we think pancake. But what they mean is granola bar, like homemade granola oh, bar. Oh, flapjack. <laughs> yeah, it's like a crunchy, oaty, honey, like hard biscuity thing that you take off a big chunk of it and crunch 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 that's a flat that's a flapjack and so anyway and then there's biscuits i like it where you're like a, a short stack of crepes. flapjacks give me yeah. a stack of crepes <laughs> with 
butter and syrup on it. I know. And so pancake day, which happens. Speaking of crepes, can I take a moment? Please. Sorry. Please. I food fifty two that cookbook that you gave me for Christmas. Yeah. Genius recipes. It's a yeah. great cookbook. And but there is a crepe recipe in that that just oh my gosh you've so told me beyond, about this so beyond it the sounds pale terrible sounds so evil and it's a cookbook that really is excellent like every every recipe Food we've tried in there has been spectacular good. Yeah, it's good stuff. and we but the crepe recipe it looked so evil that we tried it immediately we were like <laughs> we have to know is it like the mock apple pie on the ritz box well i've never tried that though well that, that looks, looks evil. so evil that i never got near <laughs> checking it out this <laughs> this one is, but that reminds me of my good idea for a potluck. We should okay. invite. Okay, but anyways, I'll come back to that. This is a, a tortilla. It is basically a French toasted tortilla. And yeah. you take a tortilla, so they, on an egg, you whisk up on an egg, on a plate. <laughs> oh man, we might have to ditch this episode too. <laughs> on a plate, you whisk up an egg with a teaspoon of cream. Of okay. heavy grain. One teaspoon? That's like nothing. Yeah, it's just a little gloss. It's little one egg. Driblet. It's one egg, so okay. you don't need really I that much. I still would have gone with at least a tablespoon. Well, I can't say that I actually... A tablespoon for one egg? Heck no. yes. Okay, well... If I was French toasting... Let's just keep an eye on the ball here. You just <laughs> gloss a little whipping cream in there. And then you lay a tortilla in it. And then you put some butter in a nonstick pan or whatever... Put the tortilla in it, and then it says, and I don't know why, to pour the remainder from the pa- from the plate on top of the tortilla, and rub it in with your hand while it's cooking. That part, I went I on. I think you could probably make that more streamlined. I just flipped it in the plate yeah. after like the first one. I was like, yeah. I don't believe you that I had to do that because no. you can flip it and kind of rub it, make sure it gets all the parts. But the thing is, is it's super good. Like, and and. Way faster and easier for... But do you have to whip up an egg per crepe? Well, you wouldn't if you were doing our method, which could was just Could you just, just dip, do it dipping. in, like, in a pie plate and then just... Yeah, you could if you and... were going to do that. But the, the thing is, is that they're actually really good. And they're I kind still... of more filling than... Uh, um, so, like, if you were going to do, like, chicken... I had leftover chicken curry. So, I was like, oh, I'll make a salad and we'll have, like, chicken curry crepes with it. And See, it was really good. Color me skeptical because the thing is, like, I, I told you... I was just watching the Great British, British Bake Off. Yeah. But there was a man there trying to make puff pastry by beating the butter right in with the whole well, mess of dough. And, well, that's my feeling. Is that, like, that's not how you make puff well, pastry. You can't do it right. that way. The and, thing is about and, this and is that you need to try it. scathing remarks from the judges. And I was like, told you so. Well, anyway. yeah. But that's like saying make a lemon meringue pie by not removing the yolks from the meringue. <laughs> Like, well, you're going to have a hard row to hoe well, with that. Well, he was saying you can either fold the butter into the pastry or you can just fold the pastry into the butter. And I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. I'm doubting you. But anyways. So, no. You're, that, you're sticking by it, though. No, you think it's I, good? Well, I would not say, I would not recommend it as a replacement in your life for all crepes. Because it's because not like better thinner. than a crepe. Yeah. But it is totally delicious in an impossible way. It's really good. And with berries, like we just threw berries and powdered sugar on it. And my kids were crazy for them. And they actually were surprisingly 
Well, not it's better than a tortilla with berries, which but, would be gross. Which would be gross. But the thing that's weird is I think I think the way it cooks, it ends up really steaming the tortilla so much that it does not have a tortilla texture. Okay. It does not come off like a, a lightly coated tortilla. It doesn't. You just need to try it because what is, what are you going to lose? You know, it's just the. But your com- comment about the Ritz mock apple pie made me think about my long held dreams of having a party where you have to bring a recipe off of the back of a box <laughs> like a potluck well, but this something is... obscure like like the colored marshmallows mm. like go buy those and then make the recipe or that's on the back of the lime the off key the lime back of the like pineapple ring can yes yes exactly or, or the maraschino cherries there's Check probably something out. on there it's probably a Shirley Temple though but I but I was thinking like the key lime marshmallows what? Oh. Who makes those? It's just, there's just weird marshmallows out there in the world. But you go and you buy a green marshmallow bag and then you commit to making whatever's <laughs> on the back. <laughs> because somebody brewed up a weird recipe for yeah, those. You so know they like did. Tacky potluck extravaganza. Kinda, yeah. It's a dream. And I then have. and then we'll watch Lawrence Welk. Oh my word. <laughs> this would be such a good party. Yeah. We're going to watch Lawrence like, Welk and eat stuff off of the back of the box. See if you can find a jumpsuit to wear. Yes. Come with a... Jumpsuit? <laughs> Who's going to wear the jumpsuit? Men or women? <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> like granddad's old aviator suit. Jumpsuit party. Or those polyester double knit one pieces that the guys would wear in but back in the day. But that wasn't a jumpsuit. That was a... What would you call it? It was just like a leisure suit. The one piecers? One piece suits? Yes. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Oh, it's so good. I'm not. Okay, are we going overtime here? Probably. Hold on, let's turn the light on. It's what dark. time are we on here? Oh, we're talking so so much about recipe weirdness. Okay, think of something spiritual to say. Okay. <laughs> Pressure's on. Make it spiritual fast. Come up with an right, application. Becca. All an right, Becca. application. Make an application your from your insights about the Great British Bake Off. No, that's a pop quiz I can't achieve on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, here's the problem. Let me just say that we had a really thoughtful conversation earlier. We should just splice these two episodes Maybe. together. We could splice them. I think we should just but we did. make we someone said edit we, us. We drew some good morals from the universe. I talked about Mount Vernon. <laughs> Rachel talked about the wives of the reformers. We actually did. I'm not well, making this up. Here we are. <laughs> but it's like, oh, it's Losing our grip on the Whoa. spiritual at night. Yeah. Oh, so bad. No, so I'll tell so. you, this is very off topic, but the other day I ran into a friend at Goodwill. and uh, You place. started to tell me the story earlier. Yeah, I know. That's why I and come back to And then maybe you had to run after Do you remember when I called you? Yeah, do you remember when I called you from Goodwill to tell you that the thing that actually inspires anger in me is those brownie pans? <laughs> you did. I get thing. so offended just, by those. Can I just say that I feel like we should both take a moment to clarify that we do shop in other places besides <laughs> Goodwill. Because why is it that we only ever talk about Goodwill? I don't I, know. I think it's because Goodwill is the only interesting place I go, you know? There's like, <laughs> what, what am I going to say about what I saw at Winco? I mean, I'm always at Winco. <laughs> like but Walmart, saying, 
It's I don't not know. like we do shop exclusively at Goodwill. No, there but are... it, uh, the only times I feel really I come away with shopping stories is okay. probably Goodwill. I just feel like we need to make that clear. Guys, I don't usually only go to Goodwill. Saks Fifth Avenue is also another... Main Street Moscow is loaded the with all of the mm-hmm. best shops. Neiman Marcus. Yeah. Anyways, the point is, I'm in the aisle and I get totally totally distracted chatting with a friend and I was like you have got to be kidding me because it is a box that was a kit for making pizza cones huh (laughs) (laughs) it's exactly how I felt wait a pizza cone so like you make the crust into a cone? Yeah, you roll and then you, stuff then you it just up with fill pepperoni? it up with melted cheese wads. Oh, it looks so Gross. evil. It's so evil. And I say Just like make a calzone. Call it a day. And well, make a calzone. This but the thing the thing is a calzone. Like does why not turn it in? You. You, it's like a little cornucopia. Um, like a pizza cornucopia. Yeah, but but because it's such an unfeasible shape for pizza. <laughs> Because we all know what happens when pizza blows a hole, you know, like a calzone yeah. or something. Yeah. Then, so they have a, it's like a little thing that you wrap the dough around. And yeah, a like a little special a little wheel that you, cone. yeah, that looks like a citrus reamer, but different yeah. shape. Yeah. And then a little special wheel to seal the dough to itself. And then like oh, a goodness. special little stand that holds the thing. Once you fill it up with stuff, so there's like oh. all these weird accessories. And I wonder in the why end, it was at Goodwill. Yeah, I know, right? Unopened, untouched, unfazed, and in the end, it you've come out with a little <laughs> wire pedestal with a pizza cone in it. <laughs> I was like, I say to my friend Raya, I was like, Good heavens! Like, look at that, and she says, Oh, really? That looks like something you would do with your. <laughs> and I was like, where have I gone wrong that I made people think I would be into a pizza cone? <laughs> Plus, I totally saw her point that I do do weird things, but not well, the pizza cone. Whatever we my internal about- moral compass is, it rules out pizza cones. <laughs> Yeah, you were talking about buying a lot of basket reeds. Yeah, I do time. all kinds of... Well, but I've done worse things than pizza cones for, by a long shot. But for whatever reason, that offends no. me to buy the equipment to make a pizza well, cone. Well, it's kind of like if somebody tells you, like, you know, oh, I found somebody who looks just like you or something. And they show you the picture and you're like, please stop. <laughs> You're like, are you trying to be mean? Or, or what? What is it that's oh, happening? That's really funny. Or or I love that it just reminded me of you. <laughs> and you're like, oh dear. Did it now? Oh dear, dear. Did it now? That's yeah. really funny. Anyways, why did I bring that up? Oh, I it was because know. it was like nine miles worse than the brownie pan that I told you. Just yeah. It's like things. It's Rachel really dumb, fell into though. sin about a brownie pan. No, it like it actually just puts me off my cheese to think of having a full piece of gridded metal that is only to be used to separate to the brownies. brownies. Well, because think of washing that. Turkey. Yes, that's what I mean. What on earth? Because it, then it would like think of if you left it on the counter and the chocolate all like, solidified, and then you would never get it off. You'd be no. chipping it off with a knife trying you'd to be like getting out your little water yeah. pick. 
trying it's the to hard get time. That out. See, that's the thing is I'm like, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay that we have this being offered to us. No, it's like just use a plastic knife. That's the way to cut yeah, bread. But on the other hand, what I will do is store brat forms and then special bread proofing bins that yeah. I stuff in my closet. And as we heard in the earlier podcast <laughs> that is deleted forever, you have a special knife for slashing your special dough and... <laughs> And she has the basket forms that are that's called the brat, form. brat forms that make the beautiful loaf, like the beautiful right. loaf. But of this bread. is the thing: is that I, I don't know what I'm saying. I she'll, it's she'll fully say yes. silly that I don't mind those things. Yes being to in the my... brat form, no to a pizza cone. Well, a pizza cone equipment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so we managed to have a whole podcast with basically nothing edifying. However. <laughs> Let's end it with, what is your one um, sort of splurgy ingredient that you keep in your kitchen? It doesn't have to be food. It just has to be like a, like a equipment or an ingredient or what is it that you can't live without, that you spend the money on it? Mm, you go first on that. Really? I know what yours is. What is it? Parchment paper. Not parchment paper, but special parchment paper. Anyway, mine okay. mine is Malden salt. Because <laughs> little pyramid Malden, salt. Malden salt is my favoriteest salt in the whole wide world. Have you world. ever bought Florida Florida Cell? Florida uh, Cell? Maybe, but I also have a weird personal commitment to Malden salt because it's well, now we can actually just buy it at grocery stores here, but when we first uh, came back from England. The only place to get it was William Sonoma, and it was like ten dollars a box or something yeah. absurd. But I did get badly attached to it in England, and it it's was good. it's sea salt from Malden, which is on the coast of England, and it has this tragic Anglo-Saxon poem, the Battle of Malden, that's like from right there. And we took the kids out to Malden to see it, and of course had to read them the poem in the car. And Ben made them reenact the like tragic Viking battle. We have these great pictures of Judah with the Vikings charging <laughs> across the mud flats, <laughs> and the other kids are like the tragic Saxons who are uh, you know, defending. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great poem. It's a good poem, and the salt is incredible, and it's flaky, and so you get a crunch to the salt. Without it being too salty. Like, you actually it's get the not texture. Just, it's not just flaky. It makes pyramids. Yeah, it does. But but it's not always in pyramids. It's like it's in, yeah, in but flakes. flakes. But the thing shards is, you can pyramids. sprinkle yeah. molten salt on top, and you can actually get a texture of salt on it, but without having to be overly salty. And I know that's true of other sea salt, but I just really am fond of molten. I recently went deep on Florida Cell, what that is, and it's, it's sea salt. Mm -hmm. The regular sea salt that we... Yeah anywhere is I need to look into what the heck what this salt harvesting process is but sea salt is the regular salt that comes out the bottom of the salt harvesting equipment okay Florida cell which is the gray yeah salt that is what naturally forms on the top of the like it's like sluicing trays or whatever it is. I don't Weird. know. I don't know how the one sea salt's falling out the bottom when <laughs> the other stuff is on water on the top. I don't really, I don't know how that goes. Huh. But the the it's more expensive because it has to be hand harvested 
in like perfect condition with these little rakes that people are raking it off the wow. top of these sluicy things. And it's gray because of like additional minerals and stuff that's uh-huh. in it. Uh-huh. So it's more, but it's like, it's like, it's like the cheap product from the same harvest and then the expensive harvest that had it's to be like hand harvested. Like olive oil versus extra virgin olive oil. Right. It's, yeah, it's like grades of, but it can't be, it can't be, it has to be hand raked huh. in the special weathers and the special sunshine. Yeah. Okay. So now that's me. Mold and salt. I love it to death. Yeah. And I actually, yeah, I pay for it now. We used to come home with our suitcases like packed full of mold and salt. I didn't have a real low sodium diet. <laughs> I love molten salt. I know it's, it's really, like, really I good. Like and I'm suitcases of molten salt. Out of it, like I'm totally out of it right now, and mm. I just kind of am feeling the pain, which is why probably I'm bringing this up right now. <laughs> How about you? Um, you wanted me to talk about my parchment. Well, yeah, your parchment. That's the thing that you treasure. Yes, I have. A, I buy parchment. It's not technically parchment. It's um, sheet pan liners. It's. I mean, I think it's a silicone treated thing. I don't know. It's a little thinner than like the box of parchment. It's yeah. like a little thinner, but I just buy the big Costco roll of parchment, but you buy the sheets and I can see a real benefit to that, but I've never done it myself. Yeah. I've been doing this for years and I use them all the time. I use sheets of parchment pretty much daily. Like I used it multiple times today and I did not make cookies or anything. I used it like when I peel a butternut squash I put it on the counter I peeled the whole thing and then I wad oh, yeah. it up and throw it away I think I use sheets of foil for that because I buy the individual sheets of foil so like I got out my salmon and I laid it uh, out to yeah. like salt and pepper both sides and I just I did out. my pork roast on it yeah. on a yeah I put it on a big sheet of this anyways I buy the box of a thousand it's like 40 bucks at uh the restaurant supply store and I buy the full sheet pan size. So if I was making cookies, I fold it in half and put the cookies on that in the, but it's very quick and easy and quick clean up. But, but I use it all the time for all kinds of kitchen tasks. And I've been doing that for maybe 10 years now, like a lot of years. Yeah. And I think I'm maybe on my fifth box. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I am, and I use it even as like emergency tissue paper and gifts. I mean, that stuff is all day long. <laughs> being used at our house and it is so worth the money because it doesn't curl on the edges it doesn't yeah, like because a roll of parchment it's such a pain because you go to line the thing and then it whip up in yeah. the middle and this Although, just stays say, where you put it i buy the big jumbo costco roll so it's big enough that it doesn't curl up too bad but if i buy the little cheapy grocery store one it just curls into a little like yeah no i hideous. hate that and then i feel like you're you're just defeating everything anymore you know and i love what i do for the cookies as i make them and then I pull the whole sheet off onto the table. I don't transfer it to a cooling rack. Yeah. I just pull the sheet off on the table. And, and plus it great. keeps your pans in such better shape. My pans are not in good shape, but think how much worse they would exactly. be. Exactly. Think how much exactly. worse they would be. Yeah. So we managed to do that whole entire thing without our just, you know, godly insights from earlier today. But that's what you get when you get I us I think after, maybe we need a splice earlier and later. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe next time we'll only... Well, we kind of made up for it. Last time we just talked about NSA and, like, the benefits of education. Yeah. And so, you know, we just talked about recipe drama this time. <laughs> <laughs> to compensate for I that. I guess. That is I, how it is. It's late. <laughs> it's dark. 
We're too late to coffee. be out. Too cold to be wet. <laughs> That's what my, my son, when he was like two, three, coined that. He, he was sing. It's too late to be out and too cold to be wet. Too cold to be wet. Too cold to be wet. Yeah. Too late to be out. Too yeah. cold to be wet. It's pretty much where we are. All right. Now. So, all well, right. We got to go. We will talk to you later. All right. Bye.